Welcome to episode number 53 of Ask Alika. Hello everybody, I am Zion. You've just got me today and I'm introducing a new series called Killer Case Studies, which I'm excited about. And in this series, I look at big businesses, take lessons from what they've done right or what they've done wrong, and talk about how we can apply those lessons to the local business industry. So the first killer case study I want to do is on Netflix. Now, I love Netflix. For those who don't know, it's an internet video streaming company. You can watch TV shows or movies on demand, which is the trend these days. People don't want to wait for their favorite TV show anymore. They want to watch it whenever they want, which is great for me. Um, I watch Netflix a lot. I work on the couch while I watch it. I love Stranger Things. I love Jessica Jones. Um, Yeah, I'm a massive Netflix fan. And the company has gone from strength to strength. It was made public in 2002 at a dollar something, and then it is now $341. Uh, per share, which is ridiculous, right? So every single year, just going up in subscribers, uh, going up in share price, going up in revenue, and you know, from a dollar something to three hundred forty-one dollars, that's like a thirty-four thousand percent increase, which is phenomenal. They have one hundred twenty-five billion subscribers, and the company is valued at just over one hundred fifty billion dollars. If my company was valued at a billion dollars, I'd be an extremely happy man. Let alone one fifty billion dollars. So, in summary, doing really well, have had an awesome run. However, something's going to happen in the year 2019 that will either make or break them. Now, what is that? Okay. Disney. Disney is going to pull all their content from the Netflix streaming service in 2019. Why? Will Disney want to compete with Netflix head-to-head? So, Disney in the past have relied a lot on cable and cable in the past 10 years have been has been going down. Every single year, the number of people that watch cable has been dropping and I'm not surprised. Cable's not as popular. Internet TV streaming has overtaken it. And you might say, oh, Disney, whatever, Bambi, Beauty and the Beast, who watches those anymore? But you know what? Disney owns heaps of films and TV shows, right? And I'm just going to read a bit of a list out to you. Gets a bit crazy. They own Pixar, right? So, The Incredibles, number one. And number two, which is coming out soon. uh, Oh, sorry. That's already come out. Is owned by Disney. Lucasfilms, which uh, owns Star Wars, right? Is owned by Disney. Okay, so everything, there's a lot of stuff on Netflix already that's Star Wars related, like the movies are being released on Netflix. There's kids shows as well, like Clone Wars, which my kids love. Uh, That's on Netflix, right? So, in the future, it's not going to be there anymore. All the Marvel shows, Disney own Marvel, Uh, Avengers, Infinity Wars, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, Wasp, Um, the list goes on. Walt Disney Pictures is owned, obviously, by Disney, right? And, you know, so that encompasses a lot of the classics like Mary Poppins, Beauty and the Beast, etc., etc. Walt Disney Animation Studios, right? So, we're not just talking Bambi, okay, or Cinderella, which are old school. We're talking Frozen 2, 
We're talking about Wreck-It Ralph, number two. We're talking about Zootopia, Big Hero, five and six. I mean, you know, the, these shows are on Netflix or were going to be on Netflix, um, you know, and that's not going to be the case anymore. And not only that, right, but Disney have recently purchased Fox for, I can't remember, it was like $75 billion or something like that. And so Fox owns a bunch of stuff. Let me read it out. Alien, Predator, Die Hard, The Simpsons, Kingsman, which was a great movie, by the way, The X-Files, uh, Avatar, X-Men, and all their spin-offs, The New Mutants, Logan, you know, I don't watch them, um, Ice Age, Independence Day, Planet of the Apes, Fantastic Four. Okay, so those are the movies. Now, in terms of TV shows, they own Family Guy, Prison Break, Archer, American Crime Story, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, whatever that is, American Horror Story, heard of that, Sons of Anarchy, that did very well, The Americans, which did very well, and a bunch more, right? So, this is going to be a massive hit for Netflix. If they're going to pull all of that stuff and all future stuff away from Netflix in the year 2019. Um, And not just that, Fox owns ESPN and a bunch of other sport networks. So Disney actually going to also have a a streaming network for sports, which is a big deal. And the thing is, Disney apparently has the technology to do all this, right? So Netflix, they're fantastic. They've They've got a great platform. It's really easy to use. They've got the technology behind it. It's fast. But apparently, Disney also have great technology to rival Netflix because there's a company called BamTech, which is also owned by Disney. And that's a technology company. And they already have created the Major League Baseball streaming platform, which is apparently great, right? So they're going to use what they've learned from that platform and apply it to uh, other TV shows and movie shows. So if you look at the past couple of years in terms of what Netflix has done, like Netflix has known about this for, for quite some time and they've been preparing for it. So it's really interesting because if you look at how much Netflix has spent on original content, in the last couple of years, it's been a lot. So, which is a smart play, right? They obviously know they can't rely on other people's content for the rest of their lives, so they want to create their own content. So, in 2017, they spent $6 billion plus marketing. Then they spent, then this year, they're forecast by the end of the year to spend $8 billion on original content, which is ridiculous. Okay, so they are reinvesting heaps of their earnings back into original content, which is the smart play. And that's why when you go onto Netflix, more and more you're seeing a Netflix original, a Netflix original, a Netflix original. And I think it's really cool what they're doing because they're creating a lot of niche uh, kind of shows, like a lot of documentaries, a lot of comedy shows, a lot of movies, a lot of international shows as well, all originals. And uh, in my opinion, I, I really like the original content. I actually go to Netflix to watch original content uh, as opposed to some of the other classic stuff. So, they're doing the right thing but whether it's going to be enough, I I don't know. I do think they will get through it. I do think they're going to get it, take a hit and then they're eventually going to get out of it because, for a couple of reasons. Number one, they've invested a lot on original content. Uh, I like the original content and I believe a lot of people do like the original content. Um, they've got a, good, a lot of good actors and directors and that working under them. And I do believe, I think it's Reed Hastings 
who was the original guy that founded the company, I believe uh, he he appears to be a really good entrepreneur. So the management, from what I have researched, is sound, and um, and the platform is really awesome. So I do think they're going to get through it, uh, but I do think they're going to take a hit. Okay. Now, what principles can we learn locally? So there's a concept called own the race course, which is a really cool concept, which means own your own stuff, own your own assets, build your own equity. Don't always rely on other people's stuff. Don't rent, essentially. Like in the property market, you know, people talk about own your own house uh, rather than renting off someone else because, you know, you're just paying someone else for something you don't own. So... It's the same kind of concept, but in business, okay? So, I want to talk about three things with own, own the Race Course. Because Netflix haven't typically owned their own content, they've, they're a little bit in danger now because of Disney and they're trying to change, change that. So, if you are doing content marketing, right, then you want to own your own content. You don't want to rely on other people's content. So I do see people sharing other people's content, sharing articles on LinkedIn, sharing articles on Facebook, um, reposting other people's content on Instagram, etc., or Twitter, etc., etc., which is great. Some people have made a business out of that. Fantastic, right? And, and that in itself can be a good service to other people and you're providing value to them and it can help you. But I think nothing's, nothing can substitute owning your own content creating your own articles, creating your own pictures, creating your own videos and sharing that because once you do that, it's yours, okay? it's your equity and it's more valued and you don't have to rely on other people. Um, so that's one thing and also when you own your own content, um, think about like blog articles on your own website as well. When you create your own original content like a blog article and you publish it on your website, and, and you do all the right things, you publish it and you tell Google, hey, this is my content. It's very hard for someone to copy and paste that article onto their own site because Google's smart. They know the original source now and they will actually penalize the other person if they just copy and paste your article as it is, right? So that's how important it is to have equity. Now, that's number one. Owning your own content is important and I find the, the content that I create myself gets more engagement anyway than shared content. Number two, own your own race course. Diverse the platforms that you use. So I never like to rely on just one platform for lead generation because that's dangerous, right? If I just rely on SEO and then Google change its rules, then I'm stuffed, right? Once the rules change, drop in the rankings, where's my lead generation? There's a big hole and then panic sets in. Or if I just rely on Instagram or just rely on LinkedIn, that's dangerous. So we do a range of things in our business. We, we pump out content on Facebook, pump it out on Instagram, pump it out on LinkedIn, pump it out on emails, pump it out on podcasts and we get leads from different various uh, platforms and the platforms change their rules all the time. So we never have to fear, like for example, Facebook changed their rules and it's not as great for businesses anymore unless you pay them media money. Right, so organic posts don't work as well, right? But I'm not going to panic because I get stuff off LinkedIn, get stuff off the podcast, get stuff off email marketing, get stuff off Instagram. So, uh, 
own your own platforms and and really own your own database, email database, because essentially like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all these platforms, they're owned by someone else. Um, no one can really steal away your email database. So I really believe in building your own email database. And you've seen cases of where, and we've talked about it before, where people, all the, their whole business is grounded in Facebook groups, right? And then something happens to the Facebook group, like the Google, Facebook changes their rules and then overnight they're stuffed. You don't want that. Okay, number three, the last principle that we can learn from this killer case study, Netflix versus Disney. Um, you know, you can apply these principles to the general to general business marketing, okay? So, I've talked about the online stuff just then. First two things I talked about were the online stuff. But when you, whenever you're building a business, you don't want to just rely on one source of income. You don't want to just rely on online. You want to rely on also on networking. You want to also invest in referral partners. You also want to invest in word of mouth. You also want to invest in existing client upsell strategies, right? You want to have, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten sources of income from different things to provide you the lead generation. And that's what we do in our business. That's what we advise clients. That's what successful businesses do. Uh, and so you're building yourself a fortress, okay? So that's the last principle. So in summary, own your own content with your content marketing strategies. Diversify the online platforms that you use for your marketing. And number three, uh, don't just rely on online. You know, still invest in networking, referral partners, word of mouth, existing client upsell strategies, whether you're on B2B or B2C. Okay, I hope you learned a lot from that case study. I find the whole battle between Netflix and Disney fascinating and I think there's so much we can learn from the titans out there. Sometimes it seems like they're so removed from us but when you really break it down, they're not. They're still human beings that are running these things. They're still... Um, they're still businesses, right? Just like any other business. So, look, I hope you all enjoyed that. And uh, look, until next Tuesday, have a great week. See you later. Peace. Peace.